got my Prevnar 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk. Get vaccinated. But, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. I used to have so many men. How this beguiling woman in her 50s She looked like a million bucks Scams a bunch of famous athletes out of untold fortunes Nearly 10 million dollars was all gone It's just unbelievable Hide your money in your old rich man Because <laughs> she is on the prowl Listen to Queen of the Con, Season 5, The Athlete Whisperer On the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts the Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to Reasonably Shady, a production of the Black Effect Podcast Network and iHeartRadio. Okay, 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 okay. I'm so excited. It is now time for another episode of Reasonably Shady. I am Giselle Bryant. What's up? What's up, everyone? I am Robin Dixon. Thank you for joining us again yes and actually thank you for like joining us every week because people are like we've gotten so much great feedback from you guys and we totally appreciate it i mean you guys have like blown us up on our social media feed saying that you love the podcast you look forward to it every monday so thank you thank you absolutely and the one thing that makes me so happy to hear which was the goal of our podcast yeah was that people really felt like they're our friends, that they're yep. in the room with us, and we're just chit-chatting, girl talk. Um, so thank you. I'm so happy that that has come across for you all, yep. and we hope we can keep it up. Yeah, We're going to keep it up. Oh, yeah, for sure. We're going to keep it up. Yes. But yes, keep the love coming, and we will, we will return it. Yes, indeed. Okay, so I'm so excited about this episode. First of all, we're going to get to a part of this episode called, Have You Ever? Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> we're going to get there, but... In true Reasonably Shady fashion, we first need to discuss our Reasonably Shady moment of the week. Okay. Can I go first? What you got? Okay. Let's see. Let's see. Let me tell y'all. I just went on vacation and this has been bothering me because I'm back home. Okay. Y'all know that I'm single. Mm -hmm. I'm out here and I do mingle. Okay. Okay. But you know, there's a bunch of single girls and I went on vacation with like some married couples and I'm going to need for single girls to leave married men alone. Oh, oh what happened? I mean, I'm just, I, I can't put anybody out there, but I'm just saying I was tired of people telling me that it doesn't count if we're on international waters. Huh? Yes, it counts. Okay. Cheating is cheating. I don't give a shit where you are. Okay. Wait, who, the, the married man said that? Okay. No, these would be single girls and they're making other single girls like me look bad. Right. Yeah. So single girls, stop being shady. Clean up your act. Leave these married men alone. We're going to get to married men later on another podcast. But like, 
married men just need to be left alone by single girls. I agree. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. And and just because the man looking at you, that doesn't mean he wants you. Like, yes. men love eye candy. Yes. They love to look and I don't mind. Yes. And I have, if I have a thong on and half of my booty is all sticking out, he gone look. But that does not mean that we should be um, doing an oopsie scoopsie or we should go into the bathroom and do the, um, the, the tango. <laughs> <laughs> nothing. You should be doing nothing. Nothing. So, okay. So, so, you're saying you were on this trip and some single girl was hitting on a married man. Yes. On the trip. On and... the trip. And that's all I'm going to say. And okay. what I'm going to say is that was a very shady moment. I do not subscribe to said behavior and I don't like it. So single girls, cut it out. Yeah. I mean, there's plenty of single men out here. Yes. Plenty. And yes. Yes. And married men, y'all need to act better. But that's a whole nother thing. Oh, that's a whole nother topic. Yes. That's a whole nother episode. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that is my reasonably shady moment of the week. But outside of that, the trip was fabulous. Oh, I'm sure it was. I was I was looking at your pictures and your stories, all jealous and stuff, because I'm at home. But yes, I mean, and to give these ladies a pass, it was the first time that most people have been out of the country since the pandemic. So we have been pent up for a year, mm. right? But it does not give anybody the excuse to try to like hit on married men. And everything counts. Whether you're in the United States or Istanbul, a goddamn in the backyard, it all counts. Yeah, I don't know who came up with that rule. A, a single girl who's a hoe. <laughs> Hoes cut it or, out. Or a married man doing something he's not supposed to do. <laughs> <laughs> all right, what you got? What's your reasonably shady moment of the week? Okay, so my shady moment, its it, it happened a little while ago, but I'm still mad at it. Um, goes to the damn deer that hit my car on 95. So who was shady? The deer? The deer. Yes, that <laughs> thing. It walked out in the middle of the highway while we were driving 85 in, at one in the morning. And it literally hit our car and caused our whole car, the whole front of our car to just be all beat up. I had this big old bruise on my thigh. Mm. And thank God while I was driving. Yeah. Because he he knew, you know, and this is just a tip for anyone. If you didn't know, when you see a deer, hit that bitch. Right? <laughs> okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't break. Don't swerve. Just go. Just keep on okay. going. Why? And hit that bitch. Like, hold on to the steering wheel really tight. And hit it? And hit that Why bitch. is that a tip? I don't think that's a tip, it Robin. It is because some people, are if you're driving really fast and you see something come in front of you, some people's reaction might be to, you know, try to avoid it and swerve. Oh. If you're going 85 on the highway, you're flipping over. And True. you're swerving. True. You're flipping over. True. Okay. So the deer chose to walk into the middle of the highway and we chose to hit that bitch. Okay. okay. So the dead deer is shady. The yes. dead deer. Yes. Okay. Because the, the, okay. the 95 is for cars, not for deers. Okay. okay. All right. I, I give that just, to you. Yeah, it's shame. Then we had, oh my gosh, then you got to pull off to the side of the road and get it towed. And oh, we yeah. literally, we were driving to Philadelphia. We were still in Maryland. We had to catch an Uber. And oh, this is a whole nother, this, that, that Uber driver shady as hell too, because it stunk. That car stunk. <laughs> that made, <laughs> Let's talk about that. Uber drivers, get your cars clean, damn it. Oh my I don't want to smell your feet. I, I don't want to smell your feet. I have never been in a funkier Uber than this one. <laughs> but it's like at 1.30 at night. First of all, it took like 20 minutes to find an Uber driver to yeah. drive us to Philadelphia. Mm. Then it stunk. He was blasting the music. <laughs> he was like... <laughs> Did okay. you give him a bad oh, review? Was, did you give him a bad review? No, I gave him a tip. I'm just, I'm so oh, nice. Oh. You know, so I did not give him a bad review and I gave him a tip. If I get into the Uber and it smells like tacos and bad feet, <laughs> it's a problem. <laughs> everything no hot. It was everything no hot. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. So, so that, that was, that was intense. Yeah. Okay. It was, it was kind of, we were like a little shaken up too, because it is one of those what ifs. Like what if we reacted and swerved? Like it could be a different story. So true. True. F you to the deer. Yes. Rest in peace wherever and, you are. Yes. And hit the bitch is the tip. Yes. Just hit the bitch. Just hit it. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't, Pe PETA, the animal people are going to come after me. But <laughs> And me too. Yes. Okay. But hit that bitch. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, Robin. Okay. There has been so much that has been happening in this world that we need to discuss. And when I say this world, I mean in Atlanta, Georgia, and Portia Williams. Okay. 
there's been so much happening. I feel like I'm in the middle of like Days of Our Lives or Young and the Restless. It's a whole lot of soap opera nonsense. So I would like to talk about some like current things that have been happening in this world. Yes. And you know, it's hard. It's like certain things like we just have to talk about. Yes. And I know, you know, the the whole story about Portia and Simon and Fallon has been out for a little while and we didn't really touch on it. But I got really, 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 really excited mm-hmm. when I saw the trailer for Fallon's interview. <laughs> okay. I was like, yes, because I was convinced that she had a gag order oh. or that she had a, a, a um, non-disclosure agreement right. or she was paid to not talk okay. because there was so much time, so much time had passed and all you heard was Portia and Simon, right? you know, talking about their relationship and you never heard, I'm sorry, if I was Fallon yeah. and I'm the wife that, you know, is going through a divorce that's not divorced yet and I'm watching my husband on Instagram with his fiance. <laughs> <laughs> Then you got something to say. If you failing, you got something to oh, say. Oh hell yeah! I'm dropping sub- subliminals. I'm going. To, I'm. J- I'm mad. I'm mad as hell. And I'm and I'm spreading the business. And I'm talking. And I'm telling the truth. Okay. So, but a couple. But go ahead. So because she hadn't said anything, I was like, yeah. oh, he must have paid her to be quiet. Mm. Right. That's what I thought too. Okay. Disclaimer. First of all, I love Portia. Y'all know that. So, you know, I, I'm just gonna say that. Okay. Now let's talk about but, Fallon. But can we talk about? Okay. See, this is the hard part about being like. Who we are and on the platform that we are. Yes. It's like, yes, I know you know Portia. I know you yeah. like her and all that. But like, can we just like take away the names? Like, let's just say like person A, person B, person C, <laughs> right? <laughs> like, now, now can you tell me how you feel about person A and okay. person B? Okay. You know okay. what I'm saying? Like, okay. just because you like her and that's your friend. I understand. Okay. Let me, let me skip the Portia Simon portion of this. Okay. Okay. Because Fallon is doing an interview with an interview person who we've never seen or heard of before. Okay. Right. That was kind of random. I don't, I don't, it's very random. Never seen this person before, but it's okay. Hopefully they can ask straight questions. Okay. Right. Now, I have decided that the little information that I do know, it seems as if Fallon was cheating. Correct? I don't know. I mean, that's what the person B who is the messy man that like, why are you always talking on Instagram? Like this, I'm these men that are like telling all the business on Instagram. That's a little foreign to me. Yes. So according to him, him, yes, you know, she was doing something, but yes. like, okay. But we, we, we know who this person is that supposedly she was cheating with. We've he's been, um, hopefully we can, what, what is his name? Do we know his name? Carly over here in the corner. The Instagram page. It was something. Let's say his name is Jay. It's supposed... They they went on a trip together. Yeah, okay. They went on a trip. It's all types of funky business. It is... They all three went on a trip at some point when they were married, when Fallon was married to Simon. But now all of a sudden, you are having sex with this dude. But do you know that this is true? I don't know it's true. But if it is true, this man has a very large penis. I'm convinced. Because Fallon... Which one? The one she cheated with? The one she cheated with. Because she... I'm sorry. He was cute. I, and, I I don't know if he has a large penis. I am convinced he has one. No. Because you cheated mm-hmm. on your husband, on your private plane, on your Rolls Royce, and on your Bentley. You cheated on all of that for this penis. But money doesn't buy happiness. We all know that, right? But it, in it makes the clip, you feel better. But in the clip, Fallon was like, I love hard, which made me feel like. Yeah, on that hard penis she was jumping on. <laughs> I'm convinced that little bull on the side got a big one. I'm okay. convinced. Okay, okay, fine. These are two separate stories, right? We got we got the, the <laughs> supposed wife cheating, mm. and then we got the husband getting with the wife's supposed friend. Like, yeah. this is just too much. It's a lot. It's a lot of young and the restless in days of our lives. I'm just going to say that Fallon, um, I hope it all works out for you. And Portia, I want it to work out for you as well. I want it to work out for everybody. Of course. I mean, we want happiness and world peace. Like, who doesn't want that? Yes. Right. But but Fallon, I feel like you left Simon for a broke man with a big dick. That's how I feel. We need to see if this is true. We okay. need to see if it's true. <laughs> okay, I'm just saying. But does that, but but still, even I just feel like that does not make what's going on with Simon and Portia okay either. No, it does not. It does not. Like, so we're saying like Simon is with Portia for revenge against 
Fallon? Like, is that what's mm. happening? But see, okay, so the, the interview is dropping today. So we haven't heard Fallon's no. interview yet. No, we have not heard that. So so we don't know what she's saying. I'm just saying, I am so excited that we're going to hear something <laughs> out of her mouth. Yes. I, I, listen, I'm excited and I'm here for it and I want to listen. And we yes. will we will discuss how we feel about it after we hear it. Yes. yes. Okay. I, I'm looking forward to it. And I'm kind of mad that I'm not the interviewer. Because you would have better questions. Oh, yeah. I, I already know I'm going to have follow-up okay, questions. Give me two questions. Give me two questions you would ask. <sighs> okay. So so the first question is going to be like, so did you cheat on Simon? And she's going to be like, Simon, I love Simon. I'm like, you're not answering the question. <laughs> what is like... You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm saying? Some people just let them get off when they like dance around now, the question. Now, I have a feeling right? that this interviewer who we've never heard of before is going to ask the hard questions. Ask everything? Yes, because he's got his neck on the line. But but then you have to ask, okay, if we if we don't if we don't know, if we've never heard of the guy or the platform, you know, maybe there is some sort of like, okay, Fallon is telling him what he can ask. Okay. And, you know, how far he can go and what how much she's going to say. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like she probably is controlling this a little bit. I I'm I'm here for it though. I'm here for it. I'm oh, here for the young and the restless. Me too. This I'm is just, a soap opera. I'm just glad to know she did not have she wasn't paid off to not talk. <laughs> All right. We've got to move on. We've got to move on okay. because you know, yes, we've discussed Portia kind of, but there's another housewife who has been in the the mainstream uh, media. And when I say mainstream, not Bravo, Erica Jane. Yes. Oh, I can't wait to watch this unfold too. <laughs> <laughs> Robin is today being very shady. Okay. So I did not know until it was announced that there is... So this is what I don't understand, Robin. Is ABC doing their investigative reporting? Or has Erica gone to them and said, hey, I want to tell the truth and the whole truth and nothing but it? So... They, you know, she's also participating in this interview. What's happening here? Okay, so when I saw this trailer on ABC, it was like, coming up soon, uh-huh. the story about the rich housewife and the rich husband and blah, blah, blah. And it's like all these people that are, all the people who are talking, they're, they're not Erica or her husband. Okay, so, so this, is, this is ABC's investigation. Yes. Okay, because yes. it is entitled The Housewife and the Hustler. Right. Yes. Right. So I am under the impression that when this um, when this interview was announced or this segment or this story that that ABC is doing was announced, it probably was a shock to Erica. Oh, you know. Yes. So but I'm so excited to watch this because like stories like this are so intriguing to me. Why? Well, you have someone who first of all, I can kind of relate on like a very small level, but you have. You know, someone who was uber rich Mm -hmm. and now we're like, not only are we going to see it play out on camera, like the the downfall, but it's just like just seeing like how this stuff happens, you know, because you always think like, oh, people live this like wonderful, this wonderful life, Mm -hmm. um, above board life. Oh, you know, he's a successful lawyer and they're just been so rich and he's 80 something years old. You first of all, would you ever imagine an 80 something year old doing like committing a crime? So so the the allegation is that Tom Girardi, just so I'm clear, was obviously he's a lawyer. He does big cases. He's winning cases. Right. And he's taking all the money and not giving it to the people that he won the case for? Exactly. Okay. So he's winning these huge class action lawsuits. And say the so so what I think what I think is he got caught up in the pandemic. And the pandemic he had he had been running this Ponzi scheme for a long time. Okay. And it caught up to him because of the pandemic, because when the court shut down and there were like no more cases to be had for okay. like a long time. There was no more money for him to give to the the people who were owed money. So okay. right, let's just say, for example, he wins a hundred million dollar case for the defendants mm-hmm. um, of a plane crash, right? So okay. apparently they're like plane crash victims, you know, fire victims, stuff like that. So he won wins this hundred million dollars. The the company pays the hundred million dollars to Tom's firm. Okay, but Tom does not give the $100 million to the victims. Okay, so I, I'm feeling strongly Erica had no idea this was happening. Oh, I firmly believe that. Like, oh, okay. okay. Right. I firmly believe that just because, and we'll have to see what ABC has come up with. Right. But um, 
you know, I had a friend that was running a Ponzi scheme. He stole money from me and a whole bunch of our friends. And not until he committed suicide did we realize what was going on. And I'm and it wasn't just me. It was every, people that he interacted with every day. We were yeah. like completely shocked. And even though it was on a much smaller scale, it was just sometimes you just you look at someone, you're like, no, they would you wouldn't even think that they were capable of doing something like that. Right. So I really think if Erica was with him for forever, however long, why how would she know right. that he was doing this? Like what would have made her think that something was wrong? N- nothing. I, I think clearly she did not know and she was probably blindsided like like we were. Right. Um, I can say that right now the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills is airing. Right. I believe she talks about it as much as she possibly can, but not really sure what she says. Um, but I think everything goes down while they're filming. Like everything hits the fan. That's a plot twist. Right. Yes. While they're filming. That's ratings. Because right now what we're seeing, they're still married, right? There's no divorce filing or anything like that. Oh, I thought she filed. On air? No, no. I'm saying what we're seeing. Oh, oh, right, 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 right. So on the show currently, correct. Like all's good in the hood. All's good in the hood. Right. Yes. And I think we're going to see it blow up. Whoa. And it's so crazy because like, I'm just a viewer, y'all. I'm not, <laughs> don't even like, <laughs> I'm just a viewer. And I can't like, say disclaimer, I love Erica. I think she's oh like a bad bitch. Like she is, she is quintessentially like somebody you might aspire to be. Like she's oh, yeah. amazing. Yes. Yeah, she is, she is super bad. And I was so happy because when we met her, well, when I met her, you had already met her. Yeah. But when we were in L.A. for Andy's baby shower, uh. and it was the first time I met her, she was like the nicest housewife yes. out of everyone. Right. She, and the richest. Yeah. Well, right. Well, at that well, time. But Ponzi scheme money? <laughs> like, so okay, sorry. Okay. But no, but the fact, like, she was just so warm, hospitable. Remember, after the baby shower, she was like, you know, oh, come with us. We're going to the bar. Like, we yes. went to the bar. She made sure we were straight. She was like... Amazing. She was amazing. And yeah. she didn't feel like, she, you know, even though you look at her, she's, she looks like money. She didn't feel like someone that thought that they were better than anyone because of her money. Right. No, she's she's a real girl's girl. Yeah. And somebody that you definitely want to hang out with, for yeah. sure. Yeah. So, I I mean, I wish her well and all of this, but it is very juicy. Ooh, very juicy. the juice, the <laughs> juice, the and juice. And I cannot wait for this, for this ABC <laughs> special. I'm going to be there with my popcorn. Oh, my gosh. Okay. <laughs> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work. In traffic, so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. We started talking about this incident. Drugs and uh, officials cover up. <laughs> you couldn't believe it. From iHeart Podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. A story about money, power, and corruption. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing. Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. There's no way that that guy's a doctor. I'm Paul Pringle, and I'm an investigative reporter for the LA Times. This is the story of an investigation that starts in a hotel room in Pasadena, California, and reaches all the way to the top of two of the most powerful institutions in the city of Los Angeles. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. This is Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption. We're always going to have predators. It's the good people who stand by and do nothing that allow them to flourish. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, my name's Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. I just had a great conversation with Michael B. Jordan, and you can listen to it right now. Michael is known for his performances in both film and television. His breakout role was in Fruitvale Station, playing Oscar Grant, which earned him widespread praise and numerous award nominations. His portrayal of Killmonger in Marvel's Black Panther, one of my favorites, further solidified his status as one of Hollywood's leading actors, earning him widespread acclaim for his complex and compelling performance. 
In our conversation, Michael really opens up. You're going to love listening to it, and I can't wait for you to check it out. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. It's always the feeling when you're getting ready. To, you know, people give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. People quit. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. People who are not in the Bravo space in the Bravo world, okay, that are being that are very intriguing to us right now. Ben and Jen. Jennifer yes. is out here hot and popping, honey. Yes. Okay, so first of all, uh-huh. I was very devastated. I don't want to say devastated. That sounds loser-ish. But I was very upset when they broke up years when, ago. When Jen and Ben broke up 17 years ago, yes. Robin Dixon was upset. I was upset. Okay. <laughs> I was. I believed it. I thought they were so cute together. I thought that... I felt like that was maybe the time when Jennifer felt more relatable to us. Okay. Do you know okay. what I mean? Like they were just, remember they did like a an interview. I don't know. It was ABC, whatever. Right. You saw her in the house cooking with him and she just felt more real to me at that time. Okay. I was still holding on to her and Puffy. So maybe I was the only one. I mean, maybe somebody else. But remember, didn't he like put in the whole that gun thing? I know. Like, I know. Yeah, but I was still holding on for, for them to get back together. Okay, mm-hmm. but before we talk about Ben and Jen, we got to talk about Jen and A-Rod, yes. Yes. Because that ended, nobody saw that comment. Did anybody see it coming? I mean, well, no, we didn't. Because they seemed like this happy family. Right. And the kids were always together. And, and yeah, I didn't see that coming at I all. I saw it coming. I just want everybody to know. Just, I saw it coming. You just said nobody saw it coming. Except me. Okay. <laughs> now, I have said from day one that Alex Rodriguez, and I don't know this, is bad in bed. Okay, he is not good in bed. I don't know if this is true. I'm Why putting it out there. Why do you? Think I don't. This? Know. I think this because she never had a smile on her face. <laughs> they have been dating for four years. <laughs> Jennifer has not smiled when she's with him. Um, and I feel like she looked at him one day and was like, "You know what? I'm not spending the rest of my life with somebody who can't like break my back out. She's not doing that." Okay. I mean, so why would she even start the relationship with him? Because, it, you know, he has all the things on paper, okay? He's a humongous sports star. Mm-hmm. He understands the celebrity life. He's got money in his pocket. She doesn't, she doesn't have to take care of him. He speaks right. Spanish. She can only date celebrities. Yes. Like, yeah. Clearly. He speaks Spanish. Her kids speak Spanish. So right. uh, Thanksgiving dinner, they can, he can talk to her He's mama. Perfect. Okay. Perfect. Okay. Um. I think she was just like, Mm-mm, I'm not doing this. I, you know, she looked at all of the attributes in a man and she was like, I'm going to overlook bad in bed. And then she said, I can't take it no more. So that was it. That was, that, that was, was it. it. That was that it. Was it? Okay. This is my Giselle's, what do you call it? Theory. Theory. Can, can anybody um, attest to this? Do we like, yeah. Anybody, if anyone wants to chime in, chime in, let me know. Us, yes. DM us, <laughs> let us know what you know. <laughs> yes. Okay. So then they break up. And she said to herself, who is good in bed? Is good in bed. And it was Ben. (laughs) And guess what? She walking around with a big smile on her face. Y'all see those paparazzi pictures? She has a smile on her face. She's like, yes, he is getting it in. He is turning me on. He is breaking my back out. Now, I don't see Ben having a big one, but he is doing what he's supposed to be doing. Okay, so that makes me wonder, like, why did they break up in the first place? Because I feel like how quickly they got back together yeah it was almost as if they had been like yearning for each other like they had been waiting for this moment to get back together okay so my theory on that you know i always got a theory is that he was struggling i think he was going through his own demons um, At the, when they were together i don't know robin it sound good like he was going through his own personal issues and she couldn't she, and, she and, didn't and then they, they remember the whole movie flopped and you know she don't do flops very well she doesn't handle she's that well she's like <laughs> okay anyway i i'm here for jen and ben because only because jennifer looks happy yeah and she hasn't had a smile, like I said, in about four years. Okay. <laughs> and that was A-Rod's fault. I wonder how her kids feel. Oh, that's a good question. Yeah. Let's, call, let's call them and ask them. <laughs> <laughs> because they seem like the whole family unit seemed yes. like really happy with Jen and A-Rod. Yes. Were they J-Rod? J, I don't so know. So now we're back to Benifer. We're, I'm, right? I'm, I'm here for the Benifer. Benifer? I'm here for Benifer. I hope it lasts. Um, I hope we finally get to see the wedding that we never got. Yes, remember, and I want to like, see it. Like, it was, I don't do a hidey, a hide, hide. Oh, remember like, they did a wedding. She did a wedding, and she like it was in the backyard, and she like hit the whole thing. Oh, that was that with, Jennifer Aniston. No, that was Mark Anthony. 
That was her with Mark oh, Anthony. Oh, her with Mark Anthony. Yeah. Girl, she been through some people. Let me tell you something. She she got more. Let me call her and she need to write a book. How you get about eight rings and four weddings? Right. Okay. Well, I mean, when you J-Lo, you could do that. Hey, Shoot. hey, hey, hey. All right. Okay. Now, I know you haven't seen this, but I saw the, the show The Shop. Mm-hmm. Right, mm-hmm. that LeBron James does. I believe it's on HBO, and he talks. He's in a barbershop. They act like they're getting haircuts. They're not. <laughs> um, and he's talking to you know name personalities and right. entertainers, big people, big people, big people. So this big person this particular week was Jay Z. Mm. And I, you know, I'm a Jay fan. If Jay's coming to town, I'm definitely at the show. But he made me look at him in a whole nother way because he started talking about his relationship with Blue and him kind of being a dad and just. You know, Jay sometimes seems to be a bit, not conceited, but like... Arrogant. Yes. But in a good way. Yeah. In a, I'm that dude. Yes. Can't nobody tell me nothing. I've been there, done that way. Right. So so to hear him say that um, he was trying to tell Blue, like he was, you know, inducted into the Hall of Fame and she could care less, (laughs) but not mad about it, but like... I'm a dad. This is my daughter. Of course she doesn't care. Right. Was beautiful to me. Right. That's like a down to earth moment. And honestly, I feel like Jay-Z, had Jay-Z had children when he was younger, right. he might not be that same type of dad. You know what I mean? Yes. I feel like it's like he had to live that life and just, you know, kind of go through the whole music industry as Hove, yeah. and then have a child, you know, a little bit later in life that will like humble him and keep him down to earth. Yes. And and I, it seems as if he's just like a hands-on dad. And I, I really wanted Blue to be like, but mommy's better than you. Right. <laughs> I, I really wanted Blue to say that. But, you know, that's why she's not right. my child. Um, but, you know, I feel like there is no competition there. And if it is, it's like friendly competition. You know, he respects B, she respects him. And and the kids are just being treated as ch- their children. Right, normal children. Hopefully they're trying to like help them live the most normal life possible. Yes. I mean, can you imagine being the children of Jay-Z and Beyonce? No. Like, what? I, I'm just coming out an asshole. Right. I'm just like, and what? Y'all know who my parents are? And <laughs> exactly. what? You can't tell me nothing. Can't tell me a then thing. Then my mama is Mama Tina. Yes. And my auntie is Kelly Rowland. Yeah. Where's my peanut butter and know, jelly sandwich? Get I it for mean... me. Where's my sippy cup? Get my sippy cup. Like, I'm acting like a complete asshole. Can you imagine? I could not imagine. But you know what? That Tina, she doesn't play. I love her. I love her to death. She's and I feel like... She's going to make sure everybody stays majorly humble. Right. I mean, right. Because you can see her daughter is Beyonce. Yeah. And her daughter is humble and sweet. Yes. From what we can see. So, you know, Mom Tina did an awesome job raising her children and keeping them humble in that crazy industry. And yes. so I'm sure Beyonce and Jay-Z's children will be great people. Right. I cannot wait to see what their talent is. <laughs> You know, like, I cannot wait for this well, talent. We've, we've seen Blue. Blue got a Grammy or something. Yes. Yeah. Yes. 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 And, and for the record, I'm very proud to say my children are named after Sean Corey Carter. Okay. Okay. I, I'm going to need everybody you to explain that, that to the people. Can you explain that to the people? Because you have two children. One is Corey. One is Carter. Yes. Yes. So, so when, so Juan and I are a huge Jay-Z fan. Okay. Like, you know, if, if we could have a, a wedding song, it's going to be to a Jay-Z song. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's going to be the 99 Problems and a Bitch Ain't One. <laughs> Okay. But when I was pregnant with Corey, my first, we were just going through, you know, you're just thinking like, what names do we, you know, what names resonate with us? Okay. Right? And so first we would go down the list because Juan plays the video games. And so as he's playing the video game, he's like scrolling through the players. And so we'd be like, you know, Edward, no, James, no, you know what I mean? It's like, yes. Okay. As, as the players on the screen. And then we started getting to our favorite entertainers and rappers okay so we're like jay-z we're like well, we're going jay no we're like oh sean Corey, carter we're like Corey. oh jay like- Corey is jay-z's middle, middle name? name oh okay yes okay yes so when we were just you know trying to figure out these names that we like we decided we liked Corey out of our favorite rappers okay name. so then you know i'm pregnant with my second child right we don't know if it's a boy or a girl but we're like okay um we want it to be a c name so then we go down a list again and we were like, <laughs> Sean Corey Carter. Yep, ding, ding, this ding, is ding, the ding, worst. Ding, ding. This is the worst. Okay. <laughs> I really wish I could have chimed in when they were making these decisions. But, but no, I get it. But that that flows. Corey and Carter. Yeah. Now I will admit, if I have if I had or have a third child, I'm not naming them Sean. No, because it's I'm gonna be a girl not. and you're gonna name her Giselle. <laughs> 
that's what's happening. Okay. Anyway, um, I the last thing about this this thing with LeBron James, the, the shop. Um, I just want to say a disclaimer. Like I used to completely hate LeBron James, and um, I want to say that he has won me over. Oh, good. Yes. I just felt like as far as the athlete is concerned, he was just a spoiled brat. Yes. Um, oh, I'm not winning in Cleveland. I got to go to Miami. Oh, I won in Miami. I got to go to L.A. Yes. I mean, it was just like, you're a spoiled brat. Ouch, that's a foul. Uh-uh. Yeah. But he has done more in like the black community than probably most of them combined. Oh, yeah. Most of the yeah. NBA combined. He is and, an awesome role model. Yes. As an athlete for these young guys. And I really think LeBron kind of, do you remember like the NBA used to be about like baggy clothes yes. and like, you know, just the, you know, some of them had the attitudes and now you've seen a change in just the culture yeah. of the NBA. Yeah. And I really think LeBron had a lot to do with that. Yes. And I, I am so very happy that he speaks his mind. He mm-hmm. speaks up. He's, you know, oh, yes. all like, about like the Black Lives Matter, stuff, yeah. social justice. And we couldn't get like of my generation of the Michael Jordans and the Charles Barkleys, like we couldn't get them to like really be on the right side of right when it came to talking about social justice. Right. And so LeBron, you have won Giselle over. I am now a fan. Yes. yes. Good job, LeBron. That's very hard to do. Okay. <laughs> yes. Not that very you care at all. All right. Anyway, moving on. Okay. You were talking earlier about ufos that has yes. been in the news lately mm-hmm. yeah so i see now there's like some congressional report that they're going to come out with yes. about ufos they can't say that the ufos are not alien technology they can't eliminate that because apparently some people in the navy have spotted some right. unidentified flying objects and they're just like we cannot say that it's not an alien okay okay so this kind of leads us to our have you ever segment have you ever okay all right so this will be a reoccurring segment for reasonably shady and it is have you ever so robin we have so many fun topics to talk about so like we literally went down a list and had to like save some for later so we're, we're gonna have fun with this okay but have you ever um seen a ufo no have you Kind of, sort of. <laughs> so let me tell you the story. Okay. Please explain. <laughs> so Juan was in the NBA playing for the Wizards. So this was somewhere between 2002 and 2005. Okay. And he was coming home from the club or wherever, I don't know, at like four or five in the morning. Okay. So where are you all? So we're in Silver Spring. Oh, you're okay. You're in Montgomery County, Silver okay. Spring. So I'm in the bed and he calls me at like four in the morning and he's like, Robin, go look outside. There's something flying over top of the house and, and it looks crazy. I don't know what it is. Right. And I'm like, I'm like sleep. And I'm like, what are you showing me? He's like, no, I'm for real. I'm for real. Cause he's like driving up to the house and he okay. sees something hovering over our house that he says, you know, is larger than a helicopter and like, you know, kind of round in shape. Right. And so I go, I run to the bathroom window and I, as I'm pulling the curtain, the, the blinds back, mm-hmm. I hear this noise like, <laughs> <laughs> okay, do that noise again. Do that noise again. I want one more time. I hear this, <laughs> I hear this noise like, <laughs> And at that same time, Juan is like, it just flew away. And I was like, I literally heard it fly away. Like, it was like the craziest, loudest, like, so much bass in it. Okay. And it flew away. Okay. And so, yeah. So, I've, you know, I've, I heard you, one you while heard Juan it. saw it. Yes. Okay. But, does, but this, this is, like, an important question. Like, does Juan do edibles? <laughs> no. Like, was, was he driving home, like, No, high? but even if he did, I heard it. Okay. Okay. It was literally like the noise was something so I've never heard a noise like that before or after or since. It was literally like (laughs) (laughs) Okay, all right. So it was like it was almost like it knew that I was coming to the window to like see it. And because it was as soon as soon as I like pulled the the curtain, the blinds back, Uh it like whooshed away. Wow. Okay. I they say that they are seen a lot. On the West Coast. Okay. Like Portland, Oregon, Utah, Uh those areas. Um, But I definitely believe in UFOs. I definitely believe, you know, we just can't be humans, just can't be the only people that are 
created. Right. But how come we haven't just, how come we aren't UFOs on some other planet? Like where are these, first of all, astronomy class is mind blowing. I don't know if you took an astronomy class. I did. It is so mind blowing and it's hard as hell. And I got an A in it because I was so intrigued. Okay. But it's like the, the universe is so vast and big. So it's like, where the hell is this? Where are these aliens coming from? Well, I mean, like they have what? And eight other planets they can come from? Yes, but but all these other planets aren't really livable unless, well, I guess these aliens Well, they're are livable to them. To them. I guess they're yes. livable to them. But why can't we become a UFO on their planet? That's a good question. That's a good question. Right? Are we just like that inferior? But but I, I do believe, we, we could be that inferior, but I do believe there's other life forms now, their spaceship situation is a whole nother thing. Like, how'd you make the spaceship? Exactly. Where'd y'all get the metal from? All of that. And the gas. Like, what is... Uh, I, we need to find out. We yes. need, I want to see this report. This report is coming out like June 25th or something. <laughs> okay. And okay. I want to see it. And we will come back and talk about the report. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. We started talking about this incident. Drugs and the... Officials cover up. <laughs> you couldn't believe it. From iHeart Podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. A story about money, power, and corruption. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. There's no way that that guy's a doctor. I'm Paul Pringle, and I'm an investigative reporter for the LA Times. This is the story of an investigation that starts in a hotel room in Pasadena, California, and reaches all the way to the top of two of the most powerful institutions in the city of Los Angeles. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. This is Fallen Angels, the story of California corruption. We're always going to have predators. It's the good people who stand by and do nothing that allow them to flourish. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, my name's Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. I just had a great conversation with Michael B. Jordan, and you can listen to it right now. Michael is known for his performances in both film and television. His breakout role was in Fruitvale Station, playing Oscar Grant, which earned him widespread praise and numerous award nominations. His portrayal of Killmonger in Marvel's Black Panther, one of my favorites, further solidified his status as one of Hollywood's leading actors, earning him widespread acclaim for his complex and compelling performance. In our conversation, Michael really opens up. You're going to love listening to it, and I can't wait for you to check it out. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. It's always the feeling when you're getting ready to, you know, people give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. People quit. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Second, have you ever? Mm-hmm. Have you ever been kicked out of an airport or off of an airplane? Because I have not, Robin. You have not? No. You, you, you follow the rules at the I, airport? I follow the rules. There's one time that the lady, I was late for a plane and the lady like kind of slammed the door on my face. Oh God, this happened And I so started banging on the door like, <laughs> like a mad woman, like, <laughs> and um, she never opened the door. She didn't open the door. No. So fortunately for me, before the era of like everyone pulling their cell phones out and uh-huh. uploading crazy videos on the Instagram, right. I did get kicked out of the airport. Because Secu- security walked me out of the airport. <laughs> Not security. Security. Okay, so we know Robin's a juvenile delinquent. Now she got a little older. She's getting on planes and being kicked out of an airport. Okay. I'm telling you, having kids really changed my life. This is before I had kids. It kind of simmered me down some, but I was always ready. To, I was like, you know, I, that, it's that Aries energy. Like, oh. you know, I'm real chill, laid back until you piss me off. Right. And you piss me off. And it's like, Rah! 
Yes. Okay. So in the airport, we were, first of all, we were in Bangor, Maine. I don't know if anyone has nope. ever been to Bangor, Maine. Never no been there. No offense to Bangor, Maine, but we were like the only black people in Bangor, Maine, and okay. we could not wait to get out of there. We took Juan's brother up there to go to prep school, and we were flying back home, and Juan lost his wallet. And for whatever reason, at that time, this, this flight, whatever, you had to show them your proof of payment. Okay. So... Because we booked the flight using Juan's card, we get to the check-in desk and the lady's like, I need to see your credit card. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, ma'am, he lost his wallet. He, we don't have his wallet. We don't have his ID. We have nothing. And she's like, well, I can't let you get on this plane. And I'm like, what do you mean? Like, we, I could not wait to get out of that town. Right. It was just like. That sounds a little racial it was profiling to me. It, it was the Twilight Zone. Yeah, it was, okay. it was scary. She's like, I can't let you on this plane. And I'm like, please, we lost the 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 credit card. Like, I'll buy, I'll pay for it with mine. Like, yeah. something just, like, help us. Help me here. And she's like, no, I'm sorry. I'm not letting you on the plane. And so I took my purse <laughs> and, like, swung it and hit the and hit the counter. I said, we need to get on this plane. <laughs> we got to go home. And then I took, it was like the, the you know, like the... Um, <laughs> It was like pamphlets on the counter and I and I hit the pamphlets on the ground and Juan is looking at me with his mouth open and Juan's best what? friend is there with us and he then they're like what do we do and I'm like I gotta go what? I wanna go home and I'm like Robin is psychotic I'm sweet <laughs> Robin's going crazy I'm swinging my purse all over the <laughs> and so the lady, you know, picks up the phone and calls to get security. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm calling security on you too. You went nuts. I went nuts. Like seriously nuts. Like right. they had to hold, like Juan and his best friend Kevin had to hold me back because I was like, but that's how bad I wanted to go home. Right. Like I just wanted to go home. Oh my God. I don't have so, anything to top that. I ain't never <laughs> I mean, I've been kicked out of a couple clubs, but goddamn, an airport? An airport. Yes. Okay. I, I probably, if I went back to the airport today, they probably would be like, red alert, red alert, get her out of <laughs> yes. here. Yes. Bangor, Maine. Bangor, Maine. Yes. Robin so, Dixon will never be back. Yeah. So we had to rent a rental car, drive two hours to the next closest airport, which is Portland, Maine, uh -huh. and fly home. Damn. Y'all yeah. couldn't even really go back and like get on a plane and leave. No, we had to go. <laughs> like they were literally like, get out. <laughs> get out. Security walked <gasps> us out. Get out. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. Well. Yes. Yeah, so anyway, that's that's another crazy story. Crazy yes. Me. Yes. Um, okay. So I've always wondered. Yes. I've been very curious because I watch a lot of, you know, ID channel and stuff. Okay. But has anyone ever cut up a dead body? <gasps> I have. What? I what do you have. mean? Have. I've cut Ew. up several dead bodies. What? Okay. Where? Okay. So. Psychopath? <clears throat> to know me is to know that I have like a very big science background. You do? And math. Yes, I'm smart, okay? I'm smarty pants, whether you like it or not. You sure about that? I'm sure. Okay. okay. So anyway, when I was in like high school, my dad got me this internship. Mm -hmm. And I was working at the um, medical institution, Walter Reed. Uh -huh. And my internship for the summer was to help with autopsies. Oh, my God. So... Did you have aspirations to be a doctor? My father was just like, you need to get paid. Okay. And stop taking my money. Oh my right. God. So I was like, and, and, and he, you know, my father worked for NASA. Okay. And he was easily able to get me this internship. Okay. So I, the first day, I remember it was a black man. And they rolled him in. And black skin, once it's dead, mm -hmm. turns like white. Mm. It, or, or like gray. Like ashy. It turns horrible. Did you put lotion on and it? And so I started. So they were... They were <laughs> No, I did not lotion the dead body. But they were trying to, the, the scientists and the doctors were trying to like really prepare me because I'm like, who's this young kid? And they were like, you know, have you done this before? And I lied. And I was like, oh yeah. Have you done it before? Oh yeah, I've done this before. Like I did one last week. I had just started. Oh my God. And they were like, okay, you're going to be okay? And I was like, oh, I'm going to be fine. So um, they roll him out and they roll the sheet off of him. And I was like, holy crap. And I was like, oh my God. What? Was he you like sound like yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I'm about to you were throw throwing up, up in your yes, mouth yes yes but the what interesting, happened to him I, like, was that, so the autopsy was all the autopsies that we did was to find out why that person died okay so what was interesting was what they do is they they take the person they cut them down from the throat to the pubic area uh -huh. they open them up they take all the organs out they put the organs on the table and then they roll <sighs> the body out. 
disgusting. Okay. And we would find out that, okay, we think that this person died of a heart attack, but they really died because- um, They were poisoned or something? They, they, you know, something was in their stomach and the stomach got constricted. And, you know, you know, it was very interesting, the different reasons why people died outside of what you thought they died from. Okay. Yes. But it was, once the body is actually gone, it's just like the bloody organs on the table. It's cool. But when the body gets rolled in, I can say I did it white, smell? No, not no smells. Okay. The white bodies were better because they didn't get that ashy look. That ashy look okay. really did me in. Really? I just I, I felt like I was gonna pass out. Really? Yes, because I was like, you know, you you see that this person would never look this color. Right. And you're like, what? See, like when when they roll the white people in, that ashy look. Right. That they could look like that. They all already the time. look like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No offense, white people, but that's how y'all look. Okay. So yes, I have cut up several dead bodies. Cut them up. I'm very smart. Thank you very much. And mm. I can tell you, stomach, intestines, Ooh. lungs, heart. Um, I can I can identify. You can all identify the, the organs. Yes, I can. Thank you. Wow. Mm-hmm. I am smart. I'm impressed. You should be. You should be. All right. So I have I have another question. Have you ever skipped out on a bill, Robin Dixon? Because I have I, a feeling with your background and all the nonsense that you didn't told us about, you have. <laughs> Believe it or not, I have not. What? <laughs> and I have. And you what? I see. Look at you. Look at you. I'm over here, goody two shoes. Okay, so I was in college. And we went to, it was like a group of us, like maybe like 10 of us. Because I want y'all, I want y'all to understand, I pays my bills. Giselle's pays her bills. However, this particular First day. First of all, can mm-hmm. I just stop you? In college, a group of 10 college students at a restaurant is a waitress's nightmare. Yes, it's problematic. Okay. It's very problematic. <laughs> and it was like after a party, we were at like cracker, but it was after like a day party. Okay. Before they were called day parties. <laughs> I think they were all just like happy hours. Right. I don't know. Anyway, so we're eating. And so then it starts going, the table gets like silent. Mm-hmm. And then somebody whispers like, all right, we're leaving. Oh my God. And I was like, we're leaving? No. Where, where are we going? And they're like, all right, that's just one at a time. All right, you go. <gasps> you, you leave first. Me, me leave first? I'm not leaving. Oh I'm, we're paying God. the bill. Okay. So long story short, I was peer pressured into leaving because if I stayed, A, I would have to pay for the whole bill. Right. B, and which I didn't have the money for, and B... It would have made everybody else look bad. But if we all left, then we all wrong. Okay, so you left one at a time. Yes. When you walked out the door, did uh-huh. you go sit in the car and wait? No. Or did you like, Hell no. It's so a getaway. It like, it's so, a getaway. So it was like, so did people run? Okay, how many cars did y'all take to this place? I cannot remember, but I remember I was like, I, I for damn sure ain't going to be the last one leaving the table. So I left like the third person. Oh I was out of here. So did you ever find out from the 10th person? like What happened? Yeah. I no, because oh it's one of those things you don't ever talk about it again. So I think, you, you know, you never know when karma's going to hit you. So I feel like you should go back to that restaurant. And pay? And pay your bill. <laughs> <laughs> it was like Cracker Barrel or something in Hampton, Virginia. And guys, I'm sorry. And I it was 20-something years ago, and I will pay y'all one day when I'm back. That probably happens so often. Yes. Like, but they need to have like a security guard on ready at the outside. Like, <laughs> where you think you're going? <laughs> and we ain't falling for this. Like, what? oh god! All right, all right. Ooh. We have we have a couple more. We have a couple more. All right. So, Robin, have you ever walked in on people having sex? Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. So I think I did. Okay. And I want to call my mom <gasps> and see if I'm right. Hold on, because me, it was your mother? I think it was. So let me And your father? Yes. And yes, we about yes. to clarify this now? Yes. Jeez. I'm Lord, like she doesn't even know I'm calling. All right. This is bad. I hope, okay. This is bad. Do you think Okay, while oh, you're God. calling her, I'm just gonna say mine was at um Sea Spice in Miami and I walked into the bathroom and they was getting it in. Hold okay. On. Let's see if we can hear her. Hello. Can you hear her? Yeah, I can hear her. Okay. Mom. Yeah. What are you doing? On my way home. Okay, so I'm recording my podcast right now. So you are being recorded. But I have, okay. a, I have a burning, embarrassing question that I need to ask you. And I need you to confirm that I'm right. Okay? Okay. Are you listening? Okay, so yeah. I have this memory from when I was little, from when we lived on Prince George Road. And right. I remember waking up in the morning and... <laughs> And walking to your room, and dad was on top of you. <laughs> and I said something like, What's happening? What are you doing? 
and you said, I have to go pee and he won't let me get up. He won't let me get up. And y'all were laughing. And at that time, I didn't really put two and two together. But when I was older, one day, I think I was just like driving or in the shower or something. And like a light bulb went off in my head. And I was like, wait a minute. He wasn't trying to stop her from going to the bathroom because she had to pee. They were having sex. (laughs) I have no comment. (laughs) You know what? That is the best thing for you to say. No comment. And for the record, I told Robin not to call you. Like, no. This is none of our business. Whether that is true or not, or not true, true, not Whatever. You you can't no comment. You cannot confirm that. Bob, come on now. I'm not, like I fell for it. I want to say good job. Robin, that was. Robin, huh? I have a birthday today. This is her birthday. Oh, happy birthday! <laughs> Listen, Robin should not be calling you with this on your birthday. Expect me to remember something like that not long ago. I, I, I was just trying. You remember some other things. I mean, you could remember something like that because that's like a. For me, as a parent, that would have been a mortifying moment. So I feel like I would have remembered that no matter how old I was. It must not have happened. I think it did. <laughs> I'm telling you now. I know it did. And I'm, oh and I'm sticking to it. I'm t- and for whatever reason, for, for whatever reason, I have never forgotten that. I literally was like, wait a minute. She didn't have to so pee. Every time, you, every time you look at me, no. you expect me I'm to so, pee. Uh-huh. Yes, I'm so devastated <laughs> that I walked in on you all having sex. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh. <laughs> okay, that was it. We got it. We got to get back. That's a good one. Good it one. happened. I'm telling you it happened. I know for sure what happened. Okay. All right. Okay, but that okay. was a very good excuse, and I'm going to use it if I ever need to. Thank you. <laughs> oh. All right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. I'm let you go. We're, about, we're wrapping up. All right. Okay. okay bye. bye. Robin, <laughs> you are the most, you are the most worst, if that's even possible, <laughs> daughter I've ever met. You are a horrible daughter. I mean, okay. Like, sex is natural, wise. It like, is natural. Like she's embarrassed but to she, admit that she, that she Of course sex. she's embarrassed to admit. You're her child. I'm, and people will be listening. And I'm 42. Okay, fine. All right. Like, Mama should have been like, yeah, I was getting it in. That I was know. me. <laughs> well, I'm glad I got that off my chest. You, me too. <laughs> okay. Oh, my God. Happy birthday to your mom. That was a wonderful birthday present. Yes. Yes. Jeez, Louise. All right. I believe <clears throat> that is our show. That, that, yes, that was fun. I hope you all enjoyed that. <laughs> that was our reasonably shady show. And for the record, Robin was way more shady in this episode than me. You think so? Yes. You oh. called your mother and asked her, did she have sex? Oh, yeah. Okay. That's true. Yes. Okay. That's true. Yes. It, it was reasonable. Okay. I had a memory. <laughs> it's a memory and I had to get it out of my chest. But hey, we had fun doing this. I yes. hope you all had fun listening to it. So please, like, message us at reasonably shady, at Robin Dixon 10, at Giselle Bryant. Let us know what other have you ever questions you might have for us. Mm-hmm. Um, and we want to see, like, you know, let's let's get this have you ever party going because it's actually kind of fun. <laughs> <laughs> all right. That is our show we love y'all thank y'all so much for listening and we'll be back next week reasonably shady talk to you soon all right girl bye bye reasonably shady is a production of the black effect podcast network for more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows you can connect with us on social media at robin dixon 10 giselle bryant and reasonably shady Got my Prevna 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us, wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic, and at higher risk, get vaccinated. But, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. 
Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. Delve into the visceral world of hip-hop with the Gangster Chronicles. Hosted by MC8 and Big Steel, is every Thursday a podcast that aims to unravel the intricate tapestry of one of music's most influential and misunderstood subgenres, gangster rap. Let's go. Gangster Chronicles unpacks the evolution of this uniquely American art form, offering listeners a comprehensive understanding of the significance this genre holds. Listen to the Gangster Chronicles on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. That's right. 